Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Shad. This week, we're serving you a second serving of 2009's The Descent 2. Critics called The Descent the most terrifying monster movie since Alien. In 2009, it's time to return. The Descent, Part 2. So this is the second time I've seen this film. The first time I saw it was probably in 2009. So I completely forgotten about it. Yeah, I had forgotten about it too, but I didn't actually see it. I just forgot it existed until we were looking for movies to do for this. We're like, oh, I never saw this. We might as well. So the most recognizable people in the film, which I didn't recognize the either one of them to begin with until I had a gnawing feeling. I was like, I know this guy. I know this guy. Uh, Gavin O'Herlihy, uh, who is, is he like an officer? He's like part of the rescue team. He's a right? sheriff. He's a sheriff. Okay. He's a sheriff. He is Eric from Willow, which is Mad Mardigan's, like, old friend. And he, you know, obviously that movie came out, you know, freaking 80s. This movie came out in 2009, so he's way older. And Josh Dallas from Once Upon a Time, he's Prince Charming, which I did not recognize Josh Dallas at all. I had no fucking idea. I guess, I mean, I saw the show probably the first three seasons and I should have known that that was him. So shame on me. <laughs> well, I haven't seen any of it, so I had no idea who it was. And you have the uh, Shauna McDonald, who's returning um, in her role from the first film because she's a survivor. And the film kind of picks off, not right, not the next day, but... It's like two or three days later, it says. They've been searching for everyone that's missing for a couple of days. Yeah. the I'm going to tell you right now, guys. Um... Not going into a cave. I don't care what's in the cave. If you told me maybe there was like golds like right around the edges of the cave, (laughs) I would just get like a long stick and just like bring the fucking gold out. But I'm not going into a place that like is not a place where people go all the time. You know, is there a Starbucks in the cave? Because then I know that it's been, you know, visited frequently. Um, and there's not going to be some weird fucking mutant beings living in there waiting to like, you know, rip my fucking throat out and eat me. Well, that was the thing with the first one was that they went down to the cave and they hadn't filed like any kind of not like cave exploring plan or whatever the hell you call those. I want to say flight plan, but that's not right. Uh, like any kind of plan, what Ex- yeah, whatever you call it. They hadn't filed any of that. Nobody knew where this cave was. But then somehow in this one... Everyone knows exactly what cave they went into and they're looking for them. It's like, I, that was kind of the point of the first one was that no one knew where they are. Yeah, and uh, they had like shitty Nokia phones. They were like, they're, no, obviously it doesn't. There were no fancy ass phones. So no one's dropping a pin, okay? Yeah. No one's dropping a pin. And they didn't get any reception on that shit anymore. So yeah. And the other thing too is, of course, this, this one picks up with the American ending. Because you know, the British ending for it was quite a bit different. They... 
she did not survive in the British version. When they got over here to America, they were like, no, put a happy ending on it. We need to see her survive. And this one doesn't even really kind of match up with the American ending of it. So I don't know. They just kind of picked up and said, yeah, let's let's pretend that happened. It was like this. The first one made us some money. So we're just going to come up with some random bullshit for the second movie. Let's just look. They're, they're mutants. They're down there. Let's get some other attractive girls to go down there. Let's get like some older guys to like go down there with them because you know they're like, oh, experience. A few years, a few years had passed by, so now we've like we can't have the all female cast again. We got to throw a couple of dudes in this one. Yeah, they're experienced. You know, they're gonna help them out. You know, uh, spoiler alert: they don't fucking help anybody out. Actually, uh, Gavin O'Hillahy. Uh, <laughs> well, I forgot his name in the movie. He. Fucks everything up. It's basically all of his fault. So she just has her like run in, you know, at the beginning of the movie. She like just appears while someone's in their fucking car. And she just take- runs up banging on the window and is like, help me, help me. Yeah, she's naked and afraid like the fucking TV show. She wasn't naked, but she was afraid and bloody and weird and slimy. And they take her and, you know, she doesn't remember anything. She has the PTSD, okay? She's like, she's so shocked by what happened to her. You know, she's starving. Um, probably just had cave water. There's no berries down there. Um, she didn't become a cannibal, so I don't know how the fuck she survived for all those days. But nevertheless, she escaped. And now she's in the fucking hospital. And the sheriff is like, you know what? Um, oh, she's- by the way, let, let's, let me just go back and say that. Of course, like in all things, because we're just not going to go back down and do a rescue team if there wasn't that one person that makes it all happen, which is, of course, there has to be like some kind of senator or like important person's daughter that's fucking down there in the cave. So I have to do everything in my power. So I guess he kind of got he kind of wanted to be like the sheriff that rescued, you know, what's the senator, the mayor, whoever the fuck's daughter, you know, come rescue the fucking day. But no. Well, I love how the two, they're like, yeah, she's been severely traumatized. She has all kinds of injuries. She's borderline uh, dehydrated and all that. But uh, yeah, if you want to go ahead and take her out of the hospital after we, you know, she's been in here for an hour and a half and bring her back down into the cave with you, it should be fine. Yeah, it's fine. What, what fucking doctor signed off on that and said that was okay? I'm going to tell you what. When they when they go and they like and like interview her she doesn't even remember that her own child has died that's how severe her memory is i'm gonna tell you right now if you threw a rock at my head okay or if i fucking was locked in the cave for like three days and i came out i'm gonna remember my child died okay this is not something you're gonna forget that's Short-term memory stuff, I could understand. Maybe she doesn't remember her name right quick or what happened in the last couple of days. You're not going to forget something that happened like a year ago. And it's something so traumatic as losing a child. Yeah, and that's your first clue right there that maybe something's not right here. Maybe we should leave her ass in the hospital. Yeah, it was like the child called it. Like she locked herself in her happy place. That's how she survived. Yeah. And she could not come to terms with like what was happening. I can't even imagine what the mind would go into like where you would go because if i saw all of my friends get eaten by like these naked fucking they all look like dobby on crack like dobby is eating my friends throw the motherfucker a a freaking throw him a sock and run the fuck away yeah (laughs) or a, a chicken bone something well and then 
they do like the weird thing on this too, like where there's like suddenly there's a way they find. Oh, there's this other way into the cave system. There's an old mine. Oh, lots of people died in the old mine, but my grandpappy was one of. There's always somebody who's grandpappy. They always have to do like, oh, grandpappy died down in the mine years ago. Oh yeah, okay. Wait, how old was your granddad when this happened? Because I want to know how old he was when he had your dad. Like, what's going? I don't know. But yeah, so. Another sign that there's something up is whenever they take the rescue dogs that are sniffing around for them and they walk near this place and they all run. They're like Rottweilers and they run like hell. You're like, oh, if they're afraid to go near the place, I don't need to fucking be there, okay? No, the dogs are running away. That's when you run away, okay? That's not a place you want to go fucking investigating. But, you know, we got to save the senator's daughter, so we're going to risk everyone's life. So they go down into this cave. Wait, let, let me pause right for a second. The other thing, yes... Why would you force a girl that has no memory? How is she going to help you if she don't even remember her own kid has died or she doesn't even remember anything? She's going to help you in the fucking cave? It's not like she's going to be like, oh, I remember this icicle from the cave. Oh, I now remember what happened to all my friends and all the events that occurred, you know, within the last like four days. No, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He wasn't, obviously. No, I know. I, I had to really go back. Uh... The other thing also that (laughs) I was like dying of laughter was, you know, they've gone into the cave for a little bit and then, oh, we've stumbled across a survivor and she's kind of like moving a little bit. She's like, she's alive. All she is is a head with shoulders. Her whole body's gone. Her body gone. (laughs) They act like, oh my God, she's alive when they see her start to move a little bit. Like, no. There's, if she is alive, God help her because there's nothing left of her. But her whole, like, the, her lungs, heart, everything in there is gone. There's just a giant hole in her chest. And you see her neck moving and they're all like, oh my God, she's alive. She don't even no. have a chest. It was just like spaghetti, like 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 pumpkin filling. Like after her neck was like, she was shoulders and then like pumpkin filling. And you know why she was moving? Because there was a fucking rat coming out of her fucking mouth actually that looked really cool there's actually some really like cool effects in the film and like murder kill scenes kill scenes i really like a lot of the kill scenes they're like grotesque and some shit you would not want to see in real life like it's fine i see it in the movie i just don't want to see that like i don't want to see a rat coming up someone's mouth it looked so disturbing it's it was gross of course, like anyone who's ever been seen a movie about caves, they immediately tell you, tell the sheriff's deputy, you know, don't take your gun down there because if you fire that thing, it's going to cause a cave in and kill us all. And he's like, I take my gun everywhere. No one takes it away from me. As soon as they get down in the cave, as soon as something goes wrong, he fires the gun immediately, causes a fucking cave in, nearly kills them all. He's like, oh, I saw a shadow. Bang, bang. I'm going to get my gun out. Yeah, like, what the fuck is he going to shoot? And even if he if he missed in any way, you're going to hit a cave wall, dude. It's going to ricochet around in there and probably kill you. But no, he got to fire it off and cause the cave in. Because something, of course, had to trap them down there in the cave. Of, yeah, you have to, you know, make the danger aspect. Because they couldn't just be like, oh, okay, well, we need to get the fuck out of here and turn around and go back. Why didn't they just have him say, like, oh, the creatures are blocking the way? No. They couldn't be that smart. It was Hands Across America. They were all holding hands and not yeah, letting them go. Yeah, it was us. They were down there too. <laughs> they stumbled into the cave from us by accident. They're all wearing jumpsuits. 
That would have been kind of funny. Dobby in a jumpsuit? But yeah, so, you know, immediately one of the people, the cave, you know, the rescue team, she's trapped between, like, two rocks, like, sandwiched in there. And they make it a point of saying, oh, if she moves in any way, shape, or form, the rocks are going to crush her. We're going to have to try and get out of here and get special equipment. Then later, when you see one of the cave creatures peeping in at her, she's like, fuck this, just crawls out through the top of it. Okay. Cross out on the top just fine. She could have escaped the whole time. If, if you could have just there. done that at any time, why didn't you just fucking do that? I don't it makes know. Makes no sense. It, there is a lot of things in the film that really didn't add up. It, I mean, the script wasn't really that good. And then the, a lot of the things were just so dumbass, dumbass things. Like, why would you even put these people in these ridiculous scenarios? I mean, the whole thing is a ridiculous scenario, but... Just that example alone is just mad annoying. And then the whole gun thing. But it's like adding on to, you know, the drama of being locked in the cave with mutants. Because, you know, you could just be like, oh, everyone just get out. And that's the end of the movie. No one wants to see that. The ending. I mean, not to skip to the ending of it. Because there's a, some stuff in the middle. But I just want to Okay. First of all, let's that. talk about the single most important scene in the movie. Wait, wait. Well, I just want to say the ending is just... So much to say about the ending. We'll so get, what's the we'll most important scene in the movie, Shia? The most important scene in the movie. The part that everyone that was involved with this movie thought, you know what was missing from the original? We never really saw any of the creatures taking a shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we need to see. We need to have the characters fall into a pit of piss and shit and make a point of them and go, oh, I think this might be where they, they piss and shit. And then, a moment later, one of the creatures will come up, stick his ass over the edge of the landing, and we get to see, like, cave-dweller poop shooting out of his ass and down into the water where they're at. So it's like, okay, that's... You know, I've got a high tolerance for things in movies, so it's not like it was, like, this has, like, pushed me over the edge, and I'm like, oh, I'm done with this fucking movie. But I was like, really? This was what you thought was important for us to see. We needed to see one of the mutants taking a shit. Really? Yes, we did need to see one of the mutants taking a shit. I have always wondered, like, you know, doesn't Jason and Freddy and Michael, don't they get tired of, like, going around the whole day? Maybe they're fucking mad because they're constipated or because they haven't been able to take their deuce for the day. Wouldn't you be mad if you couldn't take the deuce for the day? I guess, but Jesus, I wouldn't want anybody to watch. Well, you know what? I have to say, whoever thought of that, it's like that fucking Key and Peele scene where they're talking about Gremlins 2. It's like, that's going to be the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> it's in the movie. They yeah. were like, you know what? Mutants, we have to have them taking a shit. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> it was well, just so ridiculous. It's like, come on. Did we really need to fucking see that? No. The answer is no. We did not. No, we didn't need to see it, but I, I, I am... I'm glad that I saw it because I've never seen anything like that. Now I can check that off the list. Mutant taking a shit. Check. Also, what was the fucking deal with these mutants? Every time they were spitting into people's mouths, the people's mouths were wide open like, ah, give it to me. Close your fucking mouth. There was a lot of like, I don't remember in the first one that the mutants like spitting slime and Everybody, every and time blood someone... and everything, and everyone's just keeping their mouth open. My mouth and eyes will be closed the second I see some fucking fluid coming out of one of those creatures, any of the orifices 
That creature yeah, died. They, so many people got sprayed in the face and mouth with blood that it was like, okay, these things just pop when they get hit. Like, they're flying blood everywhere. And it was not even good-looking, like, blood either. It was a very orangish The blood red. looked like the fucking pink lemonade you make out of the packet. Like, it looked really bad. I, yeah, I was, know that there's, you know, you people out there that are like, oh, once blood is exposed to air, it changes color for everybody, whatever. No, this didn't look, no one's blood looks like this. No one's blood is like a watery pink lemonade. Maybe they were trying to do something like, oh, the creature's blood is different than ours. But it was the own people's blood too. It was everybody's blood was that colored, not just yeah. the mutant's blood. If they'd done that with just the mutants, they could have got away with saying, oh, their blood's a little different color than ours because they're some sort of creature. I would go with that. Even if it didn't look great, I'd go with it and go, okay, fine. At least they're trying to do something, you know? What was the whole point of the Greg sacrifice? Like, the guy sacrifices himself to save the girl, and then five seconds later, the girl just dies. Like, what was the whole point of that whole fucking scene? It was ridiculous. It was like, oh, shit, we have, like, 25 movies, a minute of the movie left. We got to kill these people. We have too many people left over. Die, die, die. Yeah, that the, scene was just pointless. Yeah, it was like he went and went to this big sacrifice where she could get away. She takes two steps and there's the creature like, uh-uh-uh. And if you know that the creature literally is blind and cannot, like, it goes based on, like, your... Stop breathing. Like, stop... <laughs> stop doing that. Like, that's gonna get you murdered? Like, did you just intentionally want to die? Like, I don't... Because Greg died? Like, oh, Greg! Like, what... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she was doing. But yeah, so I was very happy actually because she annoyed the shit out of me. And it was one of those characters where like they have her being rescued multiple times in the film and she rescues herself because it's the same fucking girl from the damn that saved herself from the little uh, hiding cave hole. In, yeah. uh, the cave-in hole. And, uh, and then she ends up getting, you know, killed. So that was just like, oh, okay, that's pointless. I just don't understand what the whole point of that was. And then they decided to bring back like the care one of the characters that you thought had died in the first movie, the Juno that she got like you know hit in the leg with like the uh, the climbing axe that they have and left for dead with the creatures like coming over. And it's been a while since I've seen the first one, but I'm pretty sure it made it clear that she was dead. She came back as fucking Laura Croft, by the way. She yeah. was Laura Croft. With her little shorts and the fucking tank top. And she was just a ninja in there. Like, she was just going... Somehow, in the two days, her, like, massive leg wound healed. And she was jumping around from place to place, killing these creatures right and left. And she just became a badass, like, in a day. Yeah, she became... uh, was an insta-badass. She must have had, like, a can of, like, insta... In in her fucking back pocket. Because Because, that's exactly what happened. She started whipping ass. Where were these skills when we needed that in the first movie? All of our friends died. Were you holding out? Like, what the hell? Yeah, she's the one that, you know, had the affair with the husband, with Shauna McDonald's husband, the main character. And, you know, there was, like, bad blood between them, you know. So then they have their little drama amongst themselves, which leads up to the end. Uh, you, You have to have, like, the show off. Not only... Not only are the humans going against one another, but they also have to fight against the mutant. And then you're supposed to get like the, oh, which one's worse, us or them? Yeah. Yeah, the mutants, Which one's the real monster? The mutants. They're both monsters. I, they're both. Especially because in the end end, 
we show it shows the film you know tells us humans are the real monsters but yeah the mutants because they have fucking sharp teeth and they're climbing on walls they rip your throat out like just they're eating you yeah they fucking like pull like a freaking roadhouse move on you and you're fucking dead instantaneously well the other thing too is that this one didn't feel like you know the first movie felt really claustrophobic of course because everything was really tight and confined around there (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't really tight yeah Uh uh-huh and it was dark the, you know, it made a point of it being in the dark. The only lights that you saw were the lights that they were shining around, their headlamps, flashlights, or looking with the, like, infrared cameras and that. This one, you could tell they were clearly on a soundstage. It was being lit from all corners because everyone was, you know, had glamour lighting at all times to make everyone look the best. It was the most lit cave that anyone has ever seen. Yeah, and they had a great habit, too, of like, oh... We just got dunked in water. Let me take my jacket off, and underneath, my shirt is completely dry. <laughs> that was an amazingly watertight jacket. I was like, I need the Swiss Army jacket that costs like four, you know, hundred dollars. That's gonna keep my shit dry because that jacket was fantastical. Yeah, I, I didn't even get that at all. She's like, takes the jacket off. She's completely dry. Under two seconds later, her hair's dry. <laughs> like, wow. It's the cave air, babe. The draft, obviously. Come I on. guess. It's a that, strong draft. But that cave air is moist, though. So wouldn't that just make your hair even wetter? I mean, it depends what kind of type of hair, the type of hair you have, I guess. I guess. But Jesus Christ. It, it was just ridiculous. They took all the things that made the first one, like, unique and scary. And, like, let's just pull it out and put a bunch of gore in it. That's what people really want. No, scarier than the fucking... If they could have left the mutants out of the first one, it would still have been a terrifying movie just when you were trapped down there in the caves, you know? But all right, so... You know, just when you think everyone's going to get away, and like, oh, this might be somewhat happy ending. We're all going to get away. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> a alert. movie that's 11 years old. Nobody's getting away in this. <laughs> Everybody dies at it, except for... The new character that's in there, one another sheriff's deputy, who makes it a point of the whole movie. You know, you were, they made you think she was going to make it because she's always the one that's taking out her phone and leaving a message for her daughter and like looking at pictures of her daughter every five seconds. That also never got wet or damaged. And so Juno, of course, she has to die because she's still bad for sleeping with the girl's husband. Uh, the original survivor from the first one, Shauna McDonald, she dies trying to save... She sacrificed herself for... Sacrifices herself for the sheriff's deputy. Yeah, because the sheriff's deputy has a daughter and she has to survive to be with her daughter because my daughter's already dead. I just remembered like two hours ago that I had a daughter and that she died and now I'm like, well, I can't let that happen to this woman. So you have to go. And then, you know, behold, she, she is able to escape... She's running. I'm going to tell you, this is the thing that pisses me off in the movies. You're running for your fucking life, okay? I don't care if it's in a in a forest or on a mountain, whatever. You're running for your life. Don't stop till you hit the fucking paid dirt, a uh, convenience store, a, a, a gang of fucking people smoking weed in a fucking tent life other people that could help you do not stop running don't just like i'm gonna hide behind this tree and look behind me you never look back like and i literally i'm pretty sure that that was a thing in the movie like don't look back everyone always looks back it's just yeah. it's just you just have to look back right and here's the thing that gets me she's running through these like abandoned woods the trees are like spread out 
and everything. So she stops, like, whoo, I can stop and take a rest. I can call my daughter. From nowhere, a fucking shovel just appears and whacks her in the head. And, oh, it's the guy from earlier in the movie that said about his grandpappy died in the mine. He hits her in the head with the shovel, drags her body back to the cave she just escaped from, and throws it back down into the where the creatures are. No, no, he doesn't throw her back down. He lays her like so on the edge of the hole. And then, and then the movie oh, it right. pulls back, and it's ambiguous. And then the movie ends. His name is Oswald, by the way. So Oswald, what the fuck? Like what? He has a connection with these creatures. Are those like his parents down there? Like his grandparents? And he's like been feeding them this whole time. Is like this, like a thing where they're bringing stuff up for him? What's going? On? Is I this feel- Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Like. 3.0? Like, what is going on? I had a feeling they were trying to set up a third movie, you know, and it just never happened. Like, in the third movie, we we're going to find out that these things have been coming up for years. It's been a trap or something. It's going to be like Wrong Turn meets, uh, you know, like you said, Texas Chainsaw Man, or Hills Have Eyes, actually, would be more appropriate. It yeah, reminded me, eyes. like, maybe they were trying to set up a thing. There's a, a TV show from the early 80s called The Dark Room. One of the segments on it is a guy, he is at a, like a diner and he's showing off his fancy new like digital watch that he has because, you know, it was the early 80s, so digital watches were still cool. And he's showing it to this like weird kind of like, you know, the town crazy guy. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. And then he tells him like, hey, uh, I can't remember what excuse he uses, but he gets him to come to this like old carnival. And then once he goes to the old carnival, he lures him down to, like, a dock down there. And this creature comes out of the water, kills the guy, eats him, and then leaves the crazy guy the nice watch. And then you see him in the diner wearing the watch, like, explaining to everybody about all the functions on the watch and all this. And it's like, that's just his his thing. Like, he takes people there. The creature eats him and then gives him back whatever it is that he wants. I so, like, is that what they were going to try and set up with this? Like, they were going to be bringing him up. Oh, we brought you our weekly offering of jewels. Now, throw some bitches down the cave. Yeah. Like, what's... I don't understand. No explanation was given, okay? And it fucks with the entire movie. Because it just makes it pointless. I have... This is... <laughs> this is my summation of the of the film. It's, there's, there was no point for a sequel. Okay, well my my uh my assessment i should say there was no point for a sequel they bought back the survivor the surprise later on juno returns only to have them both die what the fuck then two knives i give it two knives and a half and a crawler poop nugget so is that a good thing or a bad thing half a crawler poop nugget so i give it two knives and half a crawler poop nugget okay i could only give it two and a half Maybe uh, you're going to give it one one knife. I don't no, know. No, I gave it like a one and a half just because I like some of the kills. And there's some good gruesome kills. And the effects of the creatures are good. If you're just watching it. To, honestly, if you had not seen the first one and someone just showed you this one, it would be like, oh, okay, that's kind of a like stupid B-movie monster thing. You'd be like, all right, that's fine. I mean, it's not going to win any awards, but you would be okay with if you hadn't seen the first one to compare it to, you know? Yeah, you could really just watch the first one and then never see this one. That'd be my advice, is never watch this one. That's pointless. But if you wanted to see it, we saw it on Uh, Tubi. Tubi, So it's free. Tubi's Tubi's our best friend. That's where all the cool stuff's at. Yeah, that's where all the, like, hidden gems are. The weird shit. This one was a crawler poop. This one's a crawler poop. 
And there's another one we watched on there that I don't know what the fuck that movie was, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yes, we will talk about that later, probably in like two segments from now. Because there's some shit in that I have questions about. So many questions. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this second serving. Stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.